Y'all ready for some comic books? Oh, good. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Um Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I am joined by uh, the Beavis to my butthead, the uh, <laughs> the Coca to my cola, uh, Bob Ulrich. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm trying to really zoo this up. Let's look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Hello, Mad Murphy. <laughs> we gotta gotta get this gotta get the energy up because yeah. I'm fading fast. Oh no, you, maybe do we need a Mountain Dew spark? <laughs> don't. I do need some water though because I don't. I just realized I haven't had. I have this gigantic water bottle and oh. I haven't had any of this all day. Yeah, no, that's that's good to drink. Turns out, this is the <laughs> thing that I need in my system to continue water. living. Water, water everywhere. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, right off the bat, I would like to get out of the way the uh, the some oddly important little messages. Um, okay. So we have the signed Sean Murphy comics for Beyond uh, White Knight Beyond or Beyond the Batman, Batman Beyond, Beyond the, White the White Knight. That's it. I always Book screw one. those up. And uh, but the deal is that it has gone insane because something happened at Lunar and like all of the big shops got shorted so nobody has copies of the a cover and it's now like 25 bucks on ebay there's just a, a whole pile of insanity that's going on right why now. do people have no patience like literally exactly. like the patience that, of like a gnat that is about to die because something <laughs> has happened in society to create this hype beast culture uh. that it's it's all about getting in line and being first in line to grab something and then scalp it you know like yeah. if you if you grab the sneakers first day then you can you can flip them for double tomorrow but the prices never go down when the mm. stock goes up that's the thing that i don't really get about that it's I, like the question is i mean th- th- that's the that's the big question is does lunar have the books they actually might they might have just forgotten to ship them. It might be just next week they're going to show up. It might not be that there's a printer error. Yeah. I think that it might just be that Lunar hasn't shipped Midtown's comics because of some sort of internal error. They may have the stock. So who knows? Or it could just be related to the paper shortage. It could or also be related to any of those things. Anything. But either way, um, we do have those A covers, but we've had to limit them because I put them up for, I'm going to say, a half hour and we sold through like 65 copies in a half hour. And I was like, ah, we're going to be out of them before anybody who actually buys comics in the store can get anything. So yeah. I just, I cut it. I dropped the stock. Boom. So there's, it shows up as zero stock on the website. If you're somebody that buys comics from us, if you're listening to this, obviously <laughs> send us a message, give us a call and just, I will tell you the procedure to grab one of those covers. We have them for the people who shop here. Because I cut the cord in time to save the books that we had, nice. I did not register that this was going to be a. Uh, I should have checked. I was like, "We got so many of these; it's not going to be a big deal." And then it was just like every order was two comics, and I was like, "What's going on? Oh, you're ordering the maximum number of one comic." Oh, Is it like the be... same person buying? Like, well, just no. Like... Luckily, it wasn't that. I mean, I would have just. I would have just cut their orders yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would have just been like go to hell there's a reason i have it limited to two comics per whatever because somebody tried to buy 10 copies of a book a while back and i went okay this is just <laughs> this has gotten out of control yeah so 
stopped that. But again, we have them for you. We are holding them. They are on premises and you can buy them from us. It's just limit one per person, etc., etc., etc. signed. Uh, we do actually have a couple of copies that are unsigned if you would prefer. Hmm. Uh because we forgot to bring them over to Sean's. Uh, they were in a different box, and we didn't notice. Thing was, Sean's super busy this week, and he's working on a he's working on issues of Batman. So he's super super slammed. So I just went over to his studio and had him sign a bunch of stuff. So neat, like a real dickhead. I was like, here, I got a box Maybe of on. stuff. Sign this for me for nothing. And he was like, thanks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sean. <laughs> hey, hey, man. <laughs> Can you do me a favor again? Always. I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that I'm paying you back somehow with something. Uh, my friendship. <laughs> Is that worth anything? No. I'm no. See your French poodle. My French poodle. My French dip. Um, <laughs> French. My French dressing. dressing. Okay, so let's talk about comics that we do have available on the website as well. Uh, oh, and also, just in case you're curious, this does not just extend to people who are in the store who come to the physical location. If you're somebody who shops with us online, you are you are our our customer as well. We consider you to be subscribers. You don't have to be local. It's just for people who are only buying this just to flip it. We're just trying to stop that. So that's it. And that yeah. that is usually the case with anything that gets pulled off the website like that. Just talk to us, and we probably have it behind the counter, just trying to keep people from blowing them out. Yep. Um, Amazing Spider-Man number 93. Oh, I forgot to read it. Is it good? It is really good, oh, and there's it. a brand new character that is like, uh, I think it's being overshadowed by the shortage that Sean had, oh. but this is a... Uh, I, I think I would be spoiling it to say who it is. It's probably going to be obvious if you've been paying attention to this series, but really big character change and really big character introduction, and I actually kind of like it. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I won't spoil any of it, but I really liked it, and uh, if, you're, if you've been paying attention to this series, I think you're going to love this. It definitely, uh, it definitely causes a heel turn for a beloved character, so that's interesting. Ooh. But, uh, but it's a heel turn that I think is much needed, and I'm, I'm sure that it's not going to last forever. Uh, it never does. So, uh, that said, moving on to Aquaman, number two. Yes. They are extremely wet. <laughs> uh, outside of that, I don't know anything about the series. Uh, Astro City, that was then. It was actually pretty good. Uh, is it as good as the uh, the Savage Dragon cover makes it look? Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. It's 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 Astro City. It's it's no surprises if you read Astro City. I don't. It wouldn't be like the place where I would re- recommend to someone who oh, doesn't read God. it to start. But yeah. like, I loved the image, like we got like forty fucking covers for this thing. But yeah. what they did was they did these cool little homages to image series yeah. to popular image series. And they did a, uh, wicked and divine, a, uh, you know, like pretty much everything Hickman books, everybody. So it's fun. The Gillery cover is so good. I love whatever the monster is that's with him. And he's got uh, secret agent Poyo with him. Awesome. Mm. Anytime Poyo shows up, I'm happy. Uh, 
we will talk now about Batman White Knight and uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight number one. It's Fucking good. phenomenal. Brilliant. I I honestly this might be my favorite of the series. I mean, the first one was kind of revolutionary when it was like because it had a big, you know, a big twisty kind of thing to it. But I think this is the one. I like. I love Batman Beyond, but mm. I haven't really felt a connection to any of the Batman Beyond series the way that a lot of the Batman Beyond fans do. Uh, it feels like people are very excited about those books, but I have kind of never really enjoyed them all that much. Yeah. Um, well, it's because it's the thing that they enjoy about Batman Beyond the most is that it's a cartoon show. It's not right, like it's exactly. not a comic. And so this this kind of reinvents. Uh, reinvents it into a world that is less the CW world. And I don't think that's ever really been done because it's always been kind of beholden to the cartoon universe and it's never kind of grown up to this level. And normally that's something that I would be very much against, but Sean handles it in a really awesome way. And I'm really curious where it's going. I'm really stoked. Yeah, I'm curious where it's going in that I do know actually where it's going, <laughs> but I'm actually, I'm very curious to see how it gets there. So, huh. uh, I liked it as someone who doesn't know where it's going. I'm, I am genuinely curious where it's going, but it would be hard for me to say it's my favorite because I, it's been a long time since I've read the first series and I'd want to like really kind of like really go back and, and read them all, but it's very different at this stage from the first series. It's just, yeah. curse I, was really good too. I yeah, mean, they're yeah. all really good. Yeah. Um, I hate it cause I don't want to encourage him to keep doing DC stuff. Like I love his, I love his independent stuff, but, uh, God damn it, he writes a hell of a fucking Batman book. Um, Batman Phase Clan, number one. Now, back to back, it's hard to say what's better. The comic book about the video game players being made into <laughs> characters in the in the Batman universe or this, uh, you know, passion project that Sean has poured his life into. I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to go with White Knight. But, uh, you know, if you like video game guys that play video games... Uh, they're in this, and God, I wish they would stop doing this. Yeah, <laughs> Phase Clan. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend that this isn't an insult to everything that I have <laughs> in this store. It's it's terrible. This is the worst kind of corporate garbage. I don't know why I got a single copy of this. Uh, it makes me sad. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Batman Dark Knight number two of three. One Dark Knight. Sorry. I like it. It's good. Yeah. Jock. Jacques. And there's a Paul Pope variant for the B cover. There is? Yeah. Did I get... I didn't even look at the cover. Uh, and also, we have them listed in our new releases because I actually got over while poor fucking Colleen was trying to have a dishwasher installed and finding out that their pipes were not fit properly and all this shit was going on. I was like, hey, could you sign some of these? And uh, she was very kind to do so. Uh, again, I probably owe them something for disrupting their life the other day with all this uh anyway but we do have the harley quinn trade paperback signed uh so nice. those are up on the new releases now we have the 25th anniversary number one of buffy the vampire slayer some really interesting art choices in this comic hmm. um i didn't really read it read it but i flipped through it and i was like huh that's interesting it's it's well put together i would say okay cool um, I've been hearing a lot of very good things about Captain Marvel. I have not been reading it, but it has a weird amount of buzz lately, and I'm not sure why. Huh. 
it's it's one of those books that like I keep hearing about. Um, but Captain Marvel thirty seven is out. I just I fall in and out of this series. It's there are moments that I like, but again, Marvel space stuff. Unless it's you know Abnett and Lanning doing Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of out. But you know, again, people seem to like this. Uh, we got a trade paperback of Challenge of the Super Sons, which is a phenomenal series. If you like those two characters, awesome. Yeah. Super fun for fans of uh, Young Justice and things of the cartoonish version of yeah. of the DC Universe. Yeah. Um, Cross-Dressing Villainous, Cecilia Sylvie, Graphic Novel Volume 1, another manga series that I don't know what it is. I mean, uh, probably everything think, you need to know is in the title. <laughs> I have a feeling <laughs> I just told you exactly what it is. Um, Dark Ages, number six of six. Holy hot damn. It's good. It's real good. Damn it. Wrapping this up so well. Yeah. Uh, like, And Tom Taylor is, is now exclusive to DC, so this is his last Marvel for I'm so mad. <laughs> a long time. God damn it. I hope he does something yeah. good. Because this, oh, I mean, he doesn't do anything bad. That's like, true. The guy is awesome. That's true. Uh, but uh, man, Dark Age is good. I love those kind of like and alternate that... reality, like their stakes, but like only when the writing is really good, right? You but know? also, I mean, I I probably have put this into the ground the number of times I've said this, but like, God damn it, everything he when he does a dystopian horrible blah 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 there it's built around hope for the future yeah the whole thing has like a joy and a reason to live through the event it's Mm. not a walking dead where you read a comic and you're like well i would have killed myself 14 issues ago (laughs) like i don't know why you're still what is the point of you had a kid are you fucking kidding no no there's nothing to live for burn this world to the ground and let it grow new with <laughs> some other life form. This is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but this is totally different than that. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, DC versus vampires. There's no hope in this one. There's no hope. <laughs> it's and good. Vampires. It's good. Uh, I do still, uh, I think I'm too far from my microphone. Um, it, it is still there's they're doing that weird thing where there's like two artists and one of them is like really yeah. fuzzy and digital yeah. and not awesome but uh but the overall story of this I think is really good and there is a uh there's a there's that a shocker least, twist in this one my least favorite DC thing going on right now Vampire versus vampires no the uh, the fuzzy artist oh the, the like, like digital uh, yeah we have a flashback so we can do this like really quick cheapy digital artist somewhere in here well yeah and this one it's like the 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 a artist whatever is otto schmidt who's like amazingly amazingly good and uh yeah i do really like this series but it takes a it takes a real turn for the dark is halfway through this is almost that kind of like oh this is maybe too dark like it doesn't feel like there's yeah, but it is Much. only halfway through it a twelve-issue series, so you do we're, always. We're ex- Empire Strike back, Strikes Back. Yeah, right yeah, here. yeah. This exactly. is where we're. It's at. like, oh man, how can they pull back from this? But and Tinian, I also like him, so yeah. I tend to, I tend to like his stuff. Yeah, and I like Matt. Ro- is it Matthew Rosenberg? That's the I think main writer. Well, I guess it's both of them together equally. Matthew mm. Rosenberg. Interesting. It's good. Uh, Ghost Rider number two. 
I did not read it. I forgot to pick it up. I liked the first one. Oops. It was a it was a fairly typical way to start it off, but I'm I'm looking forward to this series in general. You skipped Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Death. That's starts oh. with an E. Yeah, it's not actually listed on the website. I think that what? might be a... Yeah, don't know. Either way, we do have Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Terror. Has some cool art. It has cool art, and as always, it's very good. Yes. Uh, G.I. Joe, Real American Hero Saturday Morning Adventures, number two of four. Cool. Yes, there are some adventures. This is fun. This is the no-brainer concept that I can't believe hasn't been done earlier than this, yeah. where they just go back to the thing that people liked about the property and do that. Guys, do that. Do the thing people yeah. like. Yeah. Um, go, go figure. Haunted Bookstore, Gateway to a Parallel Universe, Volume 2. This is a manga that actually looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually... I Sounds cool. might read this. It's no, uh, no toilet-bound Han, Han Yuko-Kan. When you actually told me what the plot of that was, I was like, I, that actually sounds interesting. Yeah, I would 100% <laughs> read toilet-bound if I was reading a manga. Really strange. Uh, Hellboy, Silver Lantern Club, number 505. This has uh, you know, been, despite that there's good art on it, yeah. this has been my least favorite Hellboy thing in, in quite some time. Well, I mean, isn't this just uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark Hellboy edition? Basically, yeah. It's like you get like this Ben Stenbeck like, framing sequence, yeah. which is great, and then it's just like this I, I've saved honestly I don't even really know what the main story middle story is because I've been saving them up to read yeah. them all once and I and now that this is the last one I think so yeah I'll, maybe when the trade comes out I'll be able to <laughs> tell you how good it was we've got Hulk number four second printing Otley cover which is really cool yeah uh, we've got Hulk number five this week though yeah which is <laughs> just bonker doodles yeah. this whole series is like it's it's gone so far that I'm on the fence. I'm like, I'm giving it one more issue. And I, if it doesn't go somewhere at the end of six that I'm like, yeah. I want to read this. Like, I don't think I'll stick with it. Yeah. I feel that way too, because it doesn't feel, it feels like it's kind of like, look at the funny things that we can do, which yeah. is true. I'm, I'm enjoying some of the funny things, but in that Donny Cates way, he usually comes up with bigger concepts. And I know like, not literally, because we have, like, a kaiju Spider-Man in this issue. <laughs> but yeah. normally he comes up with more complex, interesting, weird ideas than this. It, it feels like this is... Again, this is exactly what you had to do. This is where you had to go with this Hulk story. You could not possibly have gone anywhere past... I mean, Immortal went as far as you could go in the direction that it was going. Yeah. Like it literally went to the end of the cosmos and, you know, exploded into macros <laughs> of little Hulk molecules. So you were you were done with that. So we had to go cartoony and weird. Yeah. And that's what this is. This is like a big bombastic, invincible looking version of Hulk. Yeah. And it's it is what it is. But I, I think I did see that there's some upcoming like Hulk versus Thor yes. thing that's going on. I might that's that intriguing I think to might me. be interesting. Um, this this unfortunately does the thing that I like the least, which is to detach a character from the thing that makes him the character, yeah. which is the fact that when he gets angry, he becomes the Hulk. Huh. Instead, he's just a, a spaceship. Yeah, And it's not, <laughs> and that does remove a lot of things. But again, I like that they're being creative and I like that they're going for it because 
all of the other stuff has been done a million times. So it's it, it's cool that they've gone this far out. I just don't think that it's as successful as a lot of the other ventures for Hulk have been. I and will a say, lot of the other Donny Cates things. I like you know I like it fine. The art's good. I'll see where the story is going. I, I think I would prefer just someone doing like the TV show with the good I'm like over so this. Surprised. Like I don't I don't feel like that. It's like not everything has to be like exploded I into its ultimate blah 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 like I think that's you know it's exactly just like what it should have been the hulk he the world's real big you know i think we forget in comics that we're so used to these like expanded worlds where there's 12 5 million different earths and there's all these dimensions and there's all these timelines and all this stuff and it's like the earth Yes. Is fucking huge. <laughs> yes. Like just our Earth, the one that we live on and that the Marvel Universe is based on. And like, why can't the Hulk just have good, like, you know, like, because I'll go back and read old Hulk comics from mm. like, and they're, yeah. they're, they're good. It's like yeah. just at a certain point, it starts being like, how do we deconstruct the Hulk? And now he's been deconstructed so many times that you have right. to like reconstruct him at some something point. <laughs> yeah. To, yeah. And I don't know. We'll see where this goes. Like, I I'm would- not. I would like to see a Lou Ferrigno level Hulk. Yeah. Going back and literally just another one. I mean. But someone who knows how to tell a good story. Right. Like that's what you want. The Bruce Jones story was like the ultimate of that, of that stuff. And I feel like it's hard to go back because again, like immortal Hulk, I feel like Bruce Jones took the street level, you know, drifter, Bruce Banner story almost as far as you can take it yeah. and it was good <laughs> but it was <laughs> it was really good it, it without risking going down a huge thing it was hard for people like me to take who loved the Peter David run because it came immediately after that and it That's was so like funny. you had like that because whole I hadn't been reading that kind of so, like ultimate Hulk run it yes. was just like there, there was like that was the one that was just like where do we take this to its apex yeah. and then like he did and it was so fucking good it was and then eventually, you know, it just like you can't keep doing it forever. Right. It's like uh, it's like the Justice League International, you know, like you do it for five years. Yeah. And then after a while, you got to kind of like do something else because people stop buying it. You know, Exactamundo. Anyway, that Bruce Jones, that Bruce Jones is good. <laughs> like, honestly, I've been in my dollar bin uh, diving that I've been doing every issue of that in the basement. I should really go back and read. But that. like, so good. if you happen upon the Bruce Jones uh, indie stuff from the 80s like it is always good always good like i read this thing called luger and it's like just fucking great and he has like this horror book that's really good i can't remember what it's called but i picked a couple issues of that up and it's just like it's goddamn good like that guy is awesome bruce jones bruce jones love you bruce jones (laughs) a high (laughs) yes uh high recommendations from us for bruce jones who doesn't need them, but <laughs> gets them anyway. It's like, yeah, lots of other people think I'm good, too. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so we have a, a controversial book this week. Oh. Not really. Just that both of us kind of have weird hot <laughs> oh, takes on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Hulk Grand Design Monster, number one. Yeah. Uh, and I think our both of our hot takes are that we were kind of not into it. I didn't like it. And I it's, didn't. It's weird because it is artistically one of the prettiest books I've ever seen. Yeah. If I was like buying Hulk original art, I'd be super happy to have a page of this. Like it's, it's really cool, but it it, just like, it's not fun to read. It's not a linear story. It's like, 
it's like just pinups from the history of yeah. the Hulk. And it's like, I don't know in the same way that like when those comics come out where it's like each person has redone an issue of giant size X-Men right. number one or whatever. It's like, it's cool from an artistic standpoint, but it's like, I don't, I want to read a story and this isn't giving yeah. me anything. Also it like, it doesn't, it, should it doesn't been, treat it like a narrative. Right. It treats it's, it like a it's comic a book narrative. series and that's fine. But I just, that's not what I am interested in. Right. I think I think this should have been rebranded. I don't think this should have been a grand design yeah. because so far they've set up what a grand design is and it's a massively condensed version of the entire history yeah. of a character. But even that like I I'm not a, I think ultimately I'm not a huge fan of the grand design right uh whole thing. Because, like, the X-Men one was just, like, it didn't really make sense. I actually sense. enjoyed that. It was all right. Like, that was the best one, I think. Yeah, like, I think that was the I think that was, one. Yeah, that was my favorite one. And then there was the Fantastic Four one, which made no sense. And it was all these little tiny panels, and it was impossible to read. And I, I like Tom Scioli right. a lot. Like, it's not, like, but a, then, the art's but cool, then it but comes it's out, like... The thing is that it comes out in these comic formats, and it's destined for those massive oversized yeah, reprints. Yeah, yeah, it needed And to that's be how like I read huge, all of those. Yeah. I never read them as issues, and I only read it... I mean, this is going to look phenomenal in one of those it does gigantic treasury editions. But this one, it's like it's not like you can't read it. It's no, just no, no, like it's no. just not a story. It's just yeah. like here's like it really is. It is pop art. Yeah, what it is yeah. is a an absolutely phenomenal collection of pop art, and it is just uh, it's hard to it's hard to judge it because. I'm judging it as a story. If you judge it as a story, it's like a two out of 10. Uh, but if you judge it as its own thing, it's, it's as good as it's going to get for its own thing. So yeah. I, I love feel that like, cover though. I will say that the cover is, is absolutely just like beautifully designed. Yep. Great image tells yep. you everything that you need to know kind of about it. Oh I love yeah. The no, colors. It's, it's just, brilliant. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's Chip just kid eat your heart out. It was not unless Chip Kid designed that. In which case, go to hell, yeah. Chip Kid. <laughs> in in no way we don't need you in comics anymore. <laughs> in no way would I ever say it's bad or that you shouldn't buy it or that it's you know. But it's just like it. It just isn't. Yeah. To no, me, it's like, I. I don't think it lived up to what the other ones were, even though I think it's the best art so far in the entire series. I definitely like the art like, in this better it, than the other two. It's the weirdest read on a comic I may have ever had where yeah, I'm just it's really like, confusing. I'm not enjoying reading this, but it looks better than anything I've seen on the shelf. So whatever. Yeah. Hard to explain, but uh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, Immortal X-Men is one that I did very much enjoy this week. Mm. This is a full on sinister issue it's like just mostly about sinister yep. it's about people leaving the uh the silent council uh, the quiet council and uh awesome i i think this is great if you're reading ongoing x-men stuff and you like the ongoing x-men stuff this is probably one of the better kickoffs to a series they've had since hickman like has made his way out i will say so it was one of my favorites Nice. Um, and we've got Iron Fist number two. Why didn't I read this? I don't know. I forgot to read it too. Damn it. I forgot. Oops. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a Dungeon Sword Oratoria graphic novel volume 16? 
Yes. Oh, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that was supposed to be a rhetorical question. <laughs> no. Uh, we've got a Johnny Cash action figure. We promise it won't burn down your national forest or uh, beat up any ladies. He'll give you the finger, though. But he will give you the finger. Oh, man, they should have had a variant where he's giving you the finger. <laughs> I'm sure so they cool. will. Uh, I'd put it on my dorm room wall. Uh, Killer <laughs> Affairs of State, number two. I didn't really care for this. The first issue was all right. Like, it's cool. It's just it's like just, it's... It's a translated... Like, it's, it's just something... If you are a fan of... Uh, crime comics from Europe, you're yeah. gonna love it. It's it's the best it's the best thing they could find to translate. So there yeah. you go. But mm-hmm, yeah. uh, Killer Queens trade paperback. Uh, that was cool. That was the super powered LGBTQ team in space. Cool. Uh, we got King Diamond Ultimate Action Figure from Super Seven. What? Yeah, it's amazing. Is it big? <laughs> it. Nah, it's ultimately Ooh. like seven inches, but it's 50 bucks. <laughs> 50 bucks. And I think that it's sold, actually. Oh, so, nice. Well, why uh, are we talking about it? I don't know, because I like you King Diamond. Get it. Maybe someone will be like, I want one too, and then you'll get an order and more. I honestly, now that I've seen it, I think I'm going to order more from Super 7. <laughs> nice. uh, magic Order number two of six. People like Sorry, that Sorry, Magic heard. Order number two, six of six. That's six, what I meant to say. 666. 666, the Nombre de la Beast. Uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 36. I don't particularly read the Miles Morales series. I read this one, and it is good. I do normally read the Miles Morales series. I forgot to read this one, but I will say that Miles Morales consistently has been my favorite Spider series. Yeah. Uh, you know, with the exception of that stupid fucking torture issue that I was like, why uh-huh. does this need to be in here? Yeah, I liked the one. I like his buddy, his shape shifting buddy. Oh my god! And uh, so good. I I like that it has. I, the only thing I don't like about it is the costume. But uh, the uh, this one he goes to. Um, there's a return of a. If you read the Saladin Ahmed Exile series, there's a return of a character from that that was pretty cool. Hmm. Um, and there was. Is it Blink? No, it's um, it's the the Wild West version of Black Panther. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's then oh, he goes that Exile series. Yeah, yeah, the 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 right, Solid right, right, right. one. And then um, so that was cool. They have an adventure there, and then there's uh, he goes to the Spider Ham world. He's basically just like <laughs> he's looking for something, and he's going to the different Spider worlds to find it. And uh, I just I thought it was good. Uh, the art was good. The story was cool. It was, awesome. I liked it. Nice. Uh, My Date with Monsters, number five. Newburn, number five. Uh, this, I don't know why this just never grabbed me. Yeah, I don't know. I but think I read, like, looked at the first one. And I, was I think like, I read the first one, thing. and I was like, yeah, I think same deal. I was just like, eh, it's not really my thing. Uh, Radiant Black, number 13. Radiant Black. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, number six. Yeah. Uh, Rogue Sun, number two. This is that one you liked, the first issue of this one, I think. Did I? Something about a werewolf or something. No, no, no. This this is... Uh... There is a werewolf in it. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Okay. I flipped through it. I was like, what's this? Because I thought it was a number one, but it was a number two. And oh. I was like, oh, yeah, this is the one Tristan liked. Weird. Oh, okay. This is the spinoff of Radiant Black. Oh, well, maybe I'm no, maybe I, I'm lunar, inventing memories. The other one was Lunar something or other. Yeah, Lunar Room. That was, yeah, I remember lunar, that. That one I liked. But I think there is a werewolf in this. Weird. I don't know. <laughs> Sensational. Uh, we've got 
one that I wish I had fucking read. God damn it. This was on my list. <laughs> the uh, Season of the Bruja, number one. I about there. It looks all right. Okay. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> Sensational Wonder Woman special, number one. One shot. There's a, uh, yeah, it's like a, I think it's a collection of digitals first, but there's a Blue Snowman story in it. Nice. Kind of cool. <laughs> nice. I like the Blue Snowman. Uh, we've got Shadow War Alpha. Yeah. One shot. It's okay. Yeah. It's a, um, if you're into it, you're into it. Yeah. I would say that this is definitely going to be a bunch of people's cup of tea. Yeah. It's the not, art's really good. The art I like is Victor Bogdanovich. Real good. And it's very, <laughs> I'm trying to say this. I have no way to say this that doesn't sound like an insult, and it's not an insult. I want to say I want to say something that sounds like mindless, but in a way that's good. It's like it's that kind of superhero story that doesn't get overly complicated by by complex story stuff, and it's just like here you go. Somebody's pissed at somebody else. Deathstroke's killed somebody. Robin's gonna go take revenge here you go like it's it's a very simplistic thing that doesn't get bogged down with like extra story crap and i think i think if that's what you're looking for this is going to be a punch fest (laughs) yeah um so also i think it's just like five part story or something exactly uh silk number three is out forgot to read it silver surfer rebirth number three is out i did read it and i like that the anchor's name is don ho (laughs) wow Famed Hawaiian songster <laughs> yeah. Don Ho. Like a of, career as a silver surfer anchor. Tiny Bubbles fame. Yeah. Um, t- t- no, wait, that's Tiny Tim. That would be Tiny Tim. Uh, sh- yeah, I like this. Um, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. I like that there was like one panel that had Galactus in his shorts, like from when he was first <laughs> appeared, the way he looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, it, it's weird. Like, I was really in the mood for this type of story. Until it started getting really Galactusy, mm. and it's just like uh, I've seen Galactus enough, mm. you know. But it's kind of hard to have a Silver Surfer rebirth story and not feature I guess Galactus. It's true. I guess it's true. Considering um, and, his, and I will say that this Galactus is Galactus, like this, the one it, with this made of giant space bees from it, the movie. That one, yeah, the real the, Galactus. That's the real. One. <laughs> that's what I mean. Uh, I I just love the way that he's represented in this, and he's it's it's the right look for for Galactus for me personally. Um, something is killing the children. Number twenty one. What a great cover! I I was like, what is this comic? I yeah. don't read the comic, so I didn't Super read clever. this comic. But I thought the cover was fantastic. What a great cover! Yeah, there's a there like are a die cut. There are two versions. There are three versions of it technically. There's a. Yeah. There's a regular cover that's Ooh, just regular. the character, and then there's the die cut, die cut of her mask, and then there's a bloody version of the die cut bloody. mask. Oh, Whoa. yeah. So pretty cool. Get them all. Catch them all. Spawn number three twenty eight. Spawny. Cool. Spider Woman number twenty one. There's uh this the art in this is like way better than I would have expected the last issue of a Spider Woman comic to be. Considering I was just remembering when I saw that this was the last issue, I was remembering Yeah, that's why I picked it up. Uh what was it? Uh X twenty three. Uh-huh. When X twenty three was fading, it was one of my favorite series. Yeah. And then as the as the readership dwindled, the art got worse and worse and worse huh. and worse it looked That's like usually what was, happens it looked like someone was doing like seven pages a day <laughs> where they're just like eh, 
you can tell that that's a person. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Next page. It was very sad. Yeah, um, this was this has actually really good art, uh, and it's a Spider Woman big fight issue. But there's like some cool graphic stuff that happens in it, and whatever. I nice. Man, eh, whatever. Cool. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Star Wars Bounty Hunters number twenty one cool. has that uh, that lady that looks like Big Barda in it. Ooh. Um. Big Star Wars, duh. Yeah, we've got Step by Bloody Step number two. I love this comic. Oh I love God. it. I love it. I fucking love it. Yep. It's so fucking good. And it, there's a, is that Peach Momoko? Is that the B cover of this? I believe that is a Peach Momoko. Yes. I uh, I thought the style looked similar. And it's very I, cool. She does. It's interesting because I think probably from her manga background, she was like, "Oh, this reminds me a lot of uh, Full Metal Alchemist." Do 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 do. So she draws the the uh, the big the big mech person, uh, very Full Metal Alchemisty. Yeah. The uh, there's like a like a there's a couple really good art comics this week, but there's a yeah. like in the previous issue, like they're making their way through this landscape or whatever. Um, they they get to a part of the landscape that's like much more like tropical. And so mm-hmm. it's really cool. The way, like the color in this book, who's the colorist on this? Mateus Lopez. Uh, very, very, very good colorist. I, the only thing that could make this better for me is if it was on newsprint, which anyone who made the comic would be like, what the fuck? Why would you say that? But I love newsprint. Uh, Anyway, whatever. Swamp Thing number 11. Ooh, man, that Frank Avila cover on this. I haven't bought a dollar more expensive variant cover in a long time, but I was like. Frank Avila cover is so, so sweet. It is beauteous. And his choice of that weird alligator instead of like anybody else would have been like oh you know crocodile it's fine you know everglades we're yeah. gonna put a crocodile there and he's like no 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 i'm gonna do the weird crocodile with a funny little mouth yep <laughs> yeah and uh there's like some cool uh i i this is future state right this swamp thing is future state i believe this is future state is what it what they're considering this for the because f- it's yeah. connecting it more yeah. to the alec holland in this one than than it had in the past and, and I, this and is, I do this like is the that. first issue of the, f- the the final yeah. arc because basically it was so popular it was selling better than like 85% of DC's stuff and DC was like uh maybe it's not a 12 issue maybe mm-hmm. it's a 16 issue yeah, so they tagged another four issue arc onto yeah, it which is great which is a good idea because it's good um in really important news we have the Mr. Burns that glows in the dark who sends <laughs> you love <laughs> pop I funko send you love. He's sending love. Get him. Does it really glow in the dark? It does really glow oh, in the dark. Oh, that's fantastic. Break his legs. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, again, I don't approve of Funkos, but this one I approve of. Yeah, this is this is one of the, like, <laughs> eventually, like, you'll have a full house of Funko if you do, like, make way it's, for, like, the ones that, like. It's so you insane. Know, like, I mean, there it was. I would put this next like, to Zuranar Batman right. on my limited exactly. and Spider Punk. Where I'm like, <laughs> my, my I would never Funkos. get a, I would never get a Funko Pop. Ooh, they made a, they made a Punk Rock Spider Man. Well, okay, I'll get, I'll get a Hobie. Okay, <laughs> but uh, that was the one that actually. Oh, they made MST3K Funkos. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I got the, I got the Zuranar as a gift, which was really cool, and that yep. was the only one I had. And then they made Hellboy, and I was yep. like, I kind of have to have Hellboy, so I got Hellboy. But I was like, I'm never going to get a Marvel one because I hate that they're bobbleheads. I hate their bobbleheads. And then they made Spider-Punk, and I had to get that one. Yep. There it is. Stoops. The slipperiest Shirts. of slopes. 
Um, okay, so we have two Turts books out this week. Oh, one of them. We yeah. got uh, yeah. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Annual 2022. Which is the first turtle book I have purchased mm. in... Oh, wait. Yeah, I'm going to stop saying that because I don't want to act like I'm not... I, I just basically but, admitted that I don't support people that I know <laughs> who make turtle comics, and I feel kind of bad about that. Oh, great. Don't worry. Ben doesn't support us enough to listen to the podcast. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, <laughs> uh, man. But... I mean, listen, Ben's this, book fucking rules and doesn't need doesn't need your support. That's at this good. Point. Uh, yeah. Either way, <laughs> it's selling so fucking well. This one is uh, is all, and it's also phenomenal. Just yeah. for the record, yeah, definitely. It's 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 great. This or this annual is uh, Juni Ba who did. Uh, it's all the whole thing is is Juni Ba story and art, and that's the person who does that really cool comic uh monkey meat that's coming out yes. from image but this is just visually like a fantastic fantastic comic i it's fucking loved it what i will say that really what it stresses to me is that i think that maybe maybe too late for idw i hope it's not they're realizing what was being done at mirage back in the old days is what really needs to be done you hand the reins over to an independent creator and say, go absolutely nuts. Do whatever you want. It doesn't need to tie into anything. You know, here's a, here's a gangster story. Here's a, you know, a prehistoric story. You know, like people can do whatever the hell they want with the turtles. And it makes, it's just awesome and fun. And those are the stories I want to read. Yeah. The the continuity stuff is great. It's getting a little furry for my taste, but it's <laughs> fine. Uh, but I love it when they just go batshit. That's that's the fun stuff for me. Um, and and I, I really hope that they that they take a lesson from this and start doing more of this. Yeah. There's also uh, Juni Ba does this really cool thing in this where it juxtap. There's like a story within it, so it starts out with the like color colored bandanas and like kind of like that more modern animated look that they have and yep. then it goes into the all red bandana like super graphic like you know so like good. not graphic like gory but graphic like right. stylized like just like it would look amazing as black and white or like black and white with so just good. the red masks or something yeah. i mean kind of almost is black and white with just the red masks in a way it's really cool yeah. i love this. it's wonderful um and also this week in the continuing uh story of the turtles we have the introduction of venus de milo who you may remember from the haim saban power rangers adjacent teenage mutant ninja turtles live action tv series oh, i don't uh i remember her because uh we were offered her costume for twenty five hundred dollars and i said no and i really regret it even <laughs> though i know that by now, I wouldn't have had the money to have it restored, and it would be a puddle of goo on the floor somewhere in oh, like some room yeah. here. So it, it was probably a good decision in the long run, but at the time, it seemed like a like there was a moment when I was like, I made a terrible mistake not buying <laughs> that costume, especially once it was. I think it was pre shellback. No, why would why would I know? Why would I have a line on a costume pre shellback? It must have been shellback. Okay, no, I think it was Shellback. So, yeah. <laughs> but either way, weird. Yeah. Um, well, she's back now. But she's back now. 
would have made that that melted costume worth a million dollars. We have a bunch of copies of it because I knew this was going to be a thing. Yep. So uh, Transformers Wars End, number two of four. Yusagi Yojimbo, Lone Goat and Kid, number three. Cool. War for Earth 3, number two. I actually really liked this. I liked yeah. I liked this issue better than all the other issues of this mini this little crossover thing hmm. that I did buy all of them because I like Earth Three a lot. Interesting, uh, but yeah, this one was good. Cool. Um, we have excellent number two. Yeah, um, yeah I'm. Uh, it's it's so sad to me to think that I'm not on board with this. Hmm. It bums me out because yeah. I was such a fan of this series. Yeah. I feel like it ran its course. I feel like it had a it had a it, it had a beginning, middle, and end, and now they just keep like bringing it back yeah. for some reason. Yeah, I think I think there's I, I definitely there is some reason, and I think it's some sort of Disney reason that yeah, they're bringing a it show back. of it or something. Yeah. Uh, X Men Bishops Crossing trade paperback. Cool. Who loves this era? I do. I do. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what era it is, but I probably it's, like it. It's a little bit garbagey nineties. It's yeah. big fucking hair on all the ladies. Oh, nice! Like the cover is that that classic Colossus tearing into a Sentinel, and oh. just like I think it's a Jim Lee, but it's Storm and, and Jean Grey, and their hair is like two feet tall. Nice, amazing. Uh, and been enjoying a lot of that stuff lately. And here's a fun one. X-Men Unlimited Latitude, number one. Might be my favorite comic of the week. Probably is. It's very, 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 very good. good. It's It's very good. It's definitely the best Wolverine story I've read in for a very long time. It is absolutely the best modern, like, new, like, continuity Wolverine story. And And it, like... It's so fun. I, I was it's silent when you talked funny. about Immortal X Men because, like, yeah. I don't like it. But yeah, like, it's not this your, not your thing. is within that Holy framework, shit. and I absolutely, absolutely loved it. Every and, page of this is gold. And it's I have so to good. say, the thing that the real takeaway for me was that Hickman made two jokes that I laughed at. Yeah, out loud, it's funny. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> I don't ever remember him being funny. Yeah, I don't know. In anything. It's it's genuinely funny. It's a, but and genuinely funny, awesome. Declan Shalvey is a fantastic artist, as probably many, many people know this for, is, who listen to this. But like, This is some particularly A-list. interesting Declan Shalvey art. It's not what I'm it's used very, to from him. I think it's, it's, it is kind of like, I, 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 for me, I'm not surprised. It, like it fits in with like it's it's very stylized it's very graphically oriented but like a lot of kind of but it's definitely um, symmetry on, and like yeah, just yeah. kind of graphic like yes his he has are a graphic design placed. sense uh yeah like it's it's designed ex- really really well mm-hmm. but the story it like serves the story yeah. it's not just like oh that's a oh, pretty yeah. page it's like that's a pretty page but like you i Here's the thing for me is like a lot of the comics that come out, I enjoy reading, but there are very few that like I pick up and from page one can't stop reading it until I'm done. And this was like that. Like I, I read up page nope. one and like it wasn't like 100%. some of the ones that I do for the podcast here, even ones that I like, I'll like I'll pick it up i'll start reading it and then i'll just start flipping like Absolutely. pretty quickly 100%. and eventually like i'll get back to it and i'll and i'll read it but like 
Uh, and, and honestly, sometimes I don't. But yeah. this one, it was like so compelling from page one and I just couldn't put it down. And I was really sad that it was to be continued and that I'll have to wait to find out what happened. Um, there's great uh, cameos from other X, X characters in it, particularly Nightcrawler. And mm-hmm. I love a Wolverine Nightcrawler team up. Although it is primarily a Wolverine solo, it is. Comic. But once, <laughs> but then once once he, once he shows up, it really it's it's delightful. Yeah, yeah. It's it was top notch, absolute top notch superhero comics. Yeah, couldn't couldn't be better. Uh, speaking of top notch things, uh, classic zombies versus robots being re released. Oh, uh, yeah. So Ashley Woods zombies versus robots. Nice. We've got. Uh, the re-release in comic form of these original Ashley Wood books. Nice. If you know, then you know. It's one of those series that is has a huge cult following. Um, Ashley Wood, amazing, amazing stuff. I will always remember Ashley Wood as the uh, as the artist on the final arcs of Invisibles that didn't want to draw what Grant Morrison told him to draw for the script. That. And so like a whole huge aspect of the end of the Invisibles makes no sense <laughs> because there's like huge, huge storytelling things that are just like absent from it because he just like didn't draw it. I kind of respect that in a way. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I get where you're coming from. I don't respect it at all. I'm like, it, it honestly infuriates me and I wish that I mean, they would honestly, redraw the Ashley, series. Ashley Woods, He's a great artist. Ashley Wood's Tank Girl is my least favorite Tank Girl uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, I like the art style. I so just like, you know. what? I mean, honestly, it works perfectly for this, for zombies versus robots. Yeah. And that is pretty much it. Like, I think that it's perfect for this series, uh, and that's why they did it this way. Yeah. Um, and also, the the other thing is, if I had uh, Ben Bishop's disposable income, <laughs> I would have spent a lot of money on his action figure line, because, oh my god, they're gorgeous. <laughs> nice. But they're also, like, back when they first started 10 years ago, or 15 years ago, or whatever, they were like 85 bucks. So, like, back then, that was a ton of money for an action figure. Oh, wow. I but don't they even are know so it. cool. What, uh, what uh, action figures are you referring to? Uh, it's, it's literally just Ashley Wood's personal, like, series, and it's just these, they look exactly like the Zombies vs. Robots characters. Huh. They're just these creepy, like, desert-walking, wraith- characters with like skeletal faces or whatever and they're just nice they're very very cool they're just art they're art toys nice like Uh, the mignola hellboy ones that look like his art yeah Yeah. and uh yeah and bishop was the first one that ever pointed those out to me and i think he Uh, has a bunch of them oh nice um cool that is the deal that's what we got this week that's the end of comic books forever no yep sorry no more comic books ever Eh, it's okay we're going to replace them with boiled turnips. Oh. This is just as exciting. Um, actually, boiled turnips. <laughs> it's going to be just <laughs> just a podcast about boiled turnips. Yep. Um, and that's it. Uh, thank you. Uh, follow us at Coast City Comics on Instagram. Mm. Buy things from CoastCityComics.com. Yeah. And uh, we will see you next week with more comical shenanigans. Yes. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Bye.